Hi, welcome to Calm Waters. I'm your host, Wendy Lee. I hope that you're all doing well, and I hope you're all treating each other well. Today, I want to talk about why we chase things and people and keep overspending and having so much consumerism, all to try and trick us or think and make us feel like we're happier with these things. You know, things can't buy us happiness. And although we think that they do, they're only temporary. And so I kind of want to talk about, you know, this is a lifelong struggle, I think, with myself. And although I'm getting a little bit better at not always trying to buy my happiness or, you know, how sometimes we say, oh, well, when I get that new car, I'll be happy. Or when I buy that new house and it's bigger, I'll be happy. When I can get to Greece or when I can get to Italy, that's when I'll be happy. And I hate to tell you, but you can keep telling yourself these things and it's just not true. Because what happens is, is that you basically have everything that you need to be happy within your own soul. And I've noticed that it's kind of interesting because in my teen years, I know that whenever I bought clothes, I felt really happy and I would be on this high for like literally a couple hours. And, you know, I was like, oh, I can't wait to wear these new clothes to school and I'm going to look so good and everyone's going to like me more because I have these cool clothes and I fit in now and, you know, um, they're designer and I look like maybe we have money and just all of those things that our mind tells us when really, you know, again, we have everything that we need within ourselves to make ourselves happy. And then I remember, you know, close to me being in my 20s, I always kept thinking, well, you know, when I find that person or when I find, you know, someone that wants to be with me um, because of me and not because of my looks or not because of my body, you know, that's when I'll be happy. And so, you know, what did I do? I, you know, pretty much married the first person that came along that liked me for me and not just for my body or wasn't just out for something else. And, you know, although don't get me wrong, I did love my first husband. I'm not married to him anymore. And maybe that's why, Um, you know, I, I definitely thought he was very kind and I thought that I was in love with him. But really, you know, now I know better that it wasn't so much that because I truly didn't know in my early 20s, what love was until now with my second marriage. But my point of this is, is that I think that, you know, we all go through stages in life and we all think that, you know, we, we, we get caught up in all of our like accomplishments thinking that, well, you know, once I graduate high school, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to have that behind me. And once I go to college and I graduate college, oh, I'm going to be so happy and that's going to make me happy. Once I get married, 
I'm going to be happy. Once I have a child, I'm going to be happy. And we always are like looking for the next thing to make us happy. And what I want you to realize is that although these things add add richness to our lives and add fulfillment, they're truly not, how can I say, things are not what truly make us happy. I think having gratitude and being grateful for what we have instead of what we don't have brings us joy. I think moments um, that we have, maybe playing with your grandchild or watching squirrels in a tree or you know, eating our favorite ice cream cone or enjoying you know, a very healthy meal. Um, these are things that can bring us joy But I think that true happiness comes from within. And of ha- true happiness can also be having less and less to deal with and less things that we have to worry about in our lives and take care of. And I think that that brings us fulfillment. And it also, you know, makes us more calm which I think in turn makes us happier when we don't have so many things that we have to contend with. And, you know, I just feel like over the years, I think, and even now I'm evolving more and more, but even now I still sometimes will buy things in the moment without really stopping and thinking about it. And I think to myself, well, this will bring me happiness Um, or I'll feel, you know, a little bit happier if I get, you know, a better computer or, and really that's, that's not necessarily a hundred percent true. It might make you a little bit more organized, but I don't think that's going to truly bring you a hundred percent happiness. And I guess it all comes down to, you know, you really have to, um, put value on certain things in your life and really sit back and take stock and think, okay, what is going to make me happy and bring me, you know, pure joy? And for me, it's being healthy. And for you, it might be something else. But I think you have to really get silence with yourself and still and just be quiet and listen to your own soul so that you can find what it means to be happy. And like I said, it might be a bunch of different moments of joy that add up to happiness, but we're not always going to feel happy. Sometimes people, you know, um, feel sadness. Sometimes we do feel depressed. And I think, like I said, you have to grab the little moments and just cherish those when you are feeling joyful and blissful and happy whether it be, you know, you're on vacation and you're walking through the sand or you're walking through warm water, or for me, it's taking a warm bath and getting that just cocoon warmth feeling and feeling of um, complete stillness and calm when I'm taking a bath. That for me is happiness. That for me is joy. Um, But I think consumerism and spending a lot of money to try and find your happiness You're just going to keep searching and spending if you do that. 
And I think the more that you minimize your life, minimize your clothes, minimize what you have, and just be grateful for the small amount of things that you may have, and then you have less to take care of, to me, I think that really helps you to be truly happy. And if you do find someone that you enjoy being around and that truly enjoys you, and you both get each other, and you get each other's humor and laughter, that's what happened to me. And like I said, in my first marriage, I feel like I wasn't mature enough to handle it, and I also had children way too young, and so I made countless mistakes. But I also did a lot of good things, too. But it wasn't just me, you know, I mean, I can take, you know, 50% of the blame, but, you know, I was also with someone that was very opposite of me, Um, you know, and we, we both had certain issues that I won't air over a podcast, but my point is, is that you'll know when you're with your person and you will just know when the timing is right. And I know for me, the timing was right when I met my second husband, even though I was going through a divorce with my first husband at the time and we were separating and all that, I just kept thinking, oh my gosh, you know, It felt like I could just say anything to, um, you know, uh, my husband now when I met him. I just felt so incredibly comfortable. It was eerie. It was as if I've known him forever. And I think that that is just so unique and so special. And that brought me happiness and joy. And again, don't always look to someone else to make you happy. That's not the point I'm trying to make. Because you and only you can make yourself happy. And you have to have gratitude, like I said, and you have to, you know, maybe someone might bring you joy and enrich your life, but you can be totally content and happy on your own without having a person in your life that is going to make you happy. No one can truly make you happy. They can enrich your life and maybe bring you joy, but you truly have everything within you to make yourself happy. So I wanted to, you know, just talk a little bit about, you know, to stop chasing that shiny new thing and stop chasing after, you know, things. And what you need to start doing if you find that you are overspending is you need to really pull back and look at that. And if you want help with that, go through your credit cards, go through your bank statements and highlight all the crap that you buy or make a list of everything that you buy and look at your Amazon account. Why are you buying these things? What is in it for you? If they're not necessities and they're just simply wants, then I think what's happening is is maybe in the moment you're feeling kind of down about something else or maybe you're not doing enough self-care. So you just, you know, randomly buy things to try and bring you that 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 high that you get. Almost like when you have sugar and then it brings you up, but then you know what's going to happen. You crash right back down again after an hour or two of eating a lot of sugar. Same thing happens with consumerism or if you are um, buying a lot of things every day. You get that high from the buy and then you, if you're having guilt after you buy things, then you might have a, a, an incredibly horrible spending problem. And what you should do is make a list of things that you need, not necessarily you want, and then maybe start a wish list of things that you might want in the future 
and give yourself at least a week or two to really think about those items. Because I guarantee you, if you let the time pass and maybe go for a walk or work out, I guarantee you what's going to happen is you really didn't need those items. You were just bored or in the moment you might have been upset. Some people stress eat, some people shop. But nine times out of ten, if you go and do a yoga class or you go meditate or go for a walk or go work out or lift weights, you shift your focus away from wanting to buy, you'll get that endorphin high from working out and it's kind of the same thing. But yet you'll save the money in your pocketbook and you won't be overspending and filling your house with more crap that you don't need. So really think about what you're doing and think about... Um, the moments that you feel sad and maybe start a journal too and start writing down why you feel sad and what was happening before you felt that way. So this way, you know, when you can say, wait a minute, I'm only going on Amazon or I'm only going on Facebook and scrolling through and Instagram and buying these silly items that I really don't need because maybe you're lonely, maybe you're bored, maybe you got in a fight with someone, maybe you're feeling like, oh my God, I feel fat today or I feel bloated and you're just trying to make yourself feel better. When really what you should be doing is hydrating or like I said, doing something to self-care for yourself and put your phone away. That helps too. So anyhow, these are just some things I wanted to talk about today. So try to you know, um, implement some of that. And we will have future podcasts that I will get more in depth of different things that you can do to stop and curb your spending so that you are not trying to, um, you know, buy these things just to make yourself feel better or to make yourself happy. There's more to life than things. And there's experiences that don't cost you anything that you can go and do that'll bring you that same feeling inside. So I want to thank you for joining me today. I want to wind this down. And um, as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach me at speaktoday at comcast.net. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. Click the notification bell so that each time I do a podcast, you will get notified. And tell your friends and family about Calm Waters. I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I'd love some more followers And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Have a great night and be kind to one another. Thanks. This was Calm Waters with Wendy Lee. Love and light. Bye-bye.